Alright guys, welcome to another edition of uh, Rapid Reaction Podcast. Chill as a note the podcast. I'm here with uh, Flo and Rigo. What's going on? What's going on guys? And uh, we just saw, we just watched the first leg of the semifinals, Toluca and Chivas, and it ended in a 1-1 draw, which uh, Rigo and Flo both predicted. And I think Flo even, Flo even got the goal score right for Chivas. Pizarro, my boy. <laughs> Honestly, after, like, Chivas scored, I was like, in my head, I'm like, Toluca's going to score. It's just the way this game is going. Toluca's going to score. I'm going to end 1-1. I'm going to be right. I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate the score, to be honest. Like, I, don't, I don't hate the score, and I didn't hate the game. Uh, we, I, th- I thought we played well. I thought, uh, you know, we we didn't put away chances, but that's been a struggle the whole season. Um, but I'm I'm happy with you know getting the away goal. I think that's I think that's very big. Wow! Speaking of away goals, uh, Diggers just went up two nil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm on a delay. <laughs> oh my bad! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, the the Chivas game. Um, yeah, after wow. that one, the one nil, we were up. They hadn't done it in a long time when they give up the lead at the end. So I had, I, I was holding out hope. I wasn't, I wasn't done celebrating the goal when no, that it happened. Ha- it happened so fast. Yes, yeah, back yeah. to back. But I was, um, still, I was still celebrating. All of a sudden, I look up and I'm like, "Oh shit!" It it did feel like Chivas could have done a lot more. I felt like the first half we started off we started off really shaky. Yeah, terrible. And then and then like the first fifteen minutes were really shaky. And then it seemed like I don't know if it was Toluca kinda of let up, but we kinda of got our bearings and, and the team started playing better. Uh, I thought Arvelin was having a great first half, except the fact except for the fact that he could not put away those three or like, I think he had like three chances and he could just not put them away. In particular, the header. Um, it, where that, that cross was a little short, though. I think it if, was. If, a, if it had been on the money, he would have <laughs> probably buried it. Yeah, I think so too. Because like it bounces in front of him, and like he kind of has to bounce was like soft too. It wasn't even like a yeah like a hard, hard bounce. It was it's hard to get bounce. power on that. Yeah. And then but, there was the one where he uh, I think I think it was Pulido that gives him the ball. The top yeah, of the, the box. Top of the box. And I, I mean, I don't know what he was trying to do. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like he wanted to shoot it, but then he wanted to pass it, and he kind of like doubted himself. He like missed it or something. I think he he tried to hit it with the outside of his boot and curled it into the corner, but it just it was just went wide. Yeah, I mean, in the in the first half. I thought Fierro was a big disappointment as well. He had a few chances and a few opportunities where he was just offside for no reason. Oh, there there was the one where he got the cross and I feel like he slid too early and the ball kind of like bounced off like his like knee or like his thigh and like Oh, that's just... the, that's the first one that they had where uh, Talavera had stopped it on the line, right? 
That's yeah, where, where Pulido was coming running in, too, and he stopped it before Pulido got there. Yeah, that was... Oh, I, I yelled goal. I, I thought that was it. But then I saw oh. it was Pierro, and I was like, hmm, makes sense. Yeah. In my mind, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, if it was Pizarro, we'd be up like one or two <laughs> oh by now. Oh, he had... Pierro had the one where... He was by himself. I think I think Pulido gives him a pass too, and he's by them by himself. And he tries to like one touch it, and it just goes wide. Yeah, he tried and to it, do that. The same thing, like the outside of the boot. I think. Out the outside of the boot. Yeah. In my head. I'm like, trophies was anybody scored that? <laughs> but he said. I mean, he, he choices hasn't been playing good either. So, but I don't know. Pizarro just has a terrible first touch. So I have no idea what he would why he would want to one touch something. He had he had plenty of time to like stop the ball, and you know, take a shot that way, or even pat like make the goalie come out and then pass it back to Pulido or something. I don't know. You mean Fierro? Yeah, I'm sorry, Fierro. Yeah. But it's yeah. Fierro, so <laughs> that's why he did it. Um. But yeah, I thought we had a, we thought thought we had a few opportunities in that first half. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I agree. We started off very shaky. I was I was concerned for the first fifteen or so minutes, and then we really took over the game. Um, after that, it felt, um, yeah, I was really disappointed that we didn't get one before the half. We definitely had the opportunities. And then the second half. Second half, we, we we didn't we didn't start off how we uh, how we had to close off how we closed the, f- the second half. We we didn't start out we didn't start it out how we had closed the first half. Like it just seemed like we were allowing Toluca to get more control of the ball. Um, not that Toluca wasn't really doing anything when they had the ball, but it just seemed like it was just like we were playing ping pong like. We had the ball, and they had the ball, and we had the ball. Like we just kept going back and forth. I think Toluca just came out of the second half pressing, and the press was just killing Chivas. They couldn't, they couldn't maintain possession throughout, like, the first twenty twenty five minutes of the second half. Yeah, it was, I, it was, I started to get worried because you're right; they weren't doing much with it. But it's the Chivas way that you know, even if they're not doing anything with it, eventually you break down and they score a goal on you. Yeah, of course. And I think that was around the time that Cota had that real nice save as well. Oh yeah, when the the Luca player ripped it right in the right in front of him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was able right to. Yeah, he was able to keep it out. Yeah. yeah I thought. Um, I don't know who the first. I don't know, let me. Look, I'm gonna pull it up right now while we're on the phone, or on the call. Uh, who the Luca's first um, sub was? But I felt like that that first sub for them really helped, really helped them out. Helped like kind of neutralize the midfield. And when um, who was it? It was. Uh, That's not Esquivel that came on, was it? Esquivel, yeah, Esquivel. Esquivel first. first. He was first. Yeah, Esquivel okay. came on. Yeah, when I saw him coming on, that word that got me a little worried. And then, 
Yeah, but... Yeah. But I then think... Pizarro came on. Pizarro came on after him. No, Pizarro because, came on no, first. Came on before. Came on before and then Esquivel. The problem with the Pizarro move, which in the beginning you kind of didn't notice him, was that as soon as he come, came on, he took out Orbelin right away. And I felt like it took a little bit for Orbelin, I mean for Pizarro, and because he brought Saldivar on, and Saldivar to kind of get acclimated with the, you know, with the momentum of the game. Um, and it felt like when you took out Orbelin, there was like no, there wasn't anybody that was like connecting like the 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 the, the defender, the defense, and the and the strikers, and you know the the front, the the attacking part of the team, and the defending part of the team. It seemed like there was just no connection in between them. There was there was like a that the part like the person who was who used normally there was wasn't there anymore and like that was lacking um and i felt like it took a while for like i don't know if you move them around in positions it took a while for the team to get going again yeah eventually polido i think he dropped back polido and he dropped he told uh, pisaro to drop back more because he was getting pisaro was getting balls like our um outside the box in our on our half so he had to drop back to get that, but it did. It did take a while for that those substitutions to click. Yeah, um, but I mean, once once Pizarro came on, just like last week, I feel like once he started clicking, like he makes a world of a difference. Yeah, he's like uh, he creates. He's uh, like a spark. He. Uh, like just his his re- his retention of possession is 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 pretty great. Um, he his movement with the ball, with moving without with movement without the ball, is is such a big help to the team. And I, I guess when like earlier in the season, you you didn't notice it as much because you had a full strength squad, and they were all just clicking very well together. And you know everybody was doing their part. But right now, when we have some some deficiencies, you definitely notice like what kind of spark he's bringing to the team when he comes on, and, and you know what a big asset he is. Yeah, because yeah. in the in these moments when with no Orbelin, like you and and him stepping up, like you notice it. Yeah, he puts, he puts the team on his back. He's uh, yeah. ready to contribute. Wants to want, He wants to win. He wants to score. Yeah, he does. Um, he does everything. I think late in the game, there was one where the, it looked like the Luca was on the break, and he just came and he stopped the ball with a great tackle, and he yeah. immediately he immediately started like a counter attack, going the other way. I mean, he contributes in all areas. Um, he's in. He's that midfielder that finds himself in the box when no one else on the team wants to make a run. He's that player that makes that run. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, we he, saw he it on did. that on that goal on his goal. He just he he follows the play. It was a bounce. The ball bounced off a defender off the Sandira shot, and he was there to clean it up. And he's been doing it. He he was doing it for the season until he got hurt. Yeah, and part of that goal was, was his movement off the ball. Yeah, if yeah. You look, if you look at that play, he confused that person that was marking him. He like started going outside making a run outside and he switched it and made a run inside and he just completely lost that defender 
I was wait. I was waiting for the offside call on that. That's like the second last week. I was waiting for the offside call on the Pineda goal, and then tonight I was just waiting for the offside goal on the offside call on the Pizarro goal. I just I knew it wasn't offside like one legit the, goal. <laughs> I knew it wasn't offside because the ball bounced off the off the defender. Yeah, but um, so I knew that that that's why it wasn't offside. But I I didn't really see like his. Uh, where he was lined up against the, I think even if it didn't bounce off the defender, he was on. Yeah, I think to be so honest. too. But he was he was like lined up at like left wing, when that happened. Yeah, cause he was he was he he was pretty much he took he pretty much took over the left wing. I think once um, Nestor Calderon went out. Oh, let's talk about that. On uh, so on Twitter, you said you liked what he did tonight, and uh, I, I know I, you're not his biggest fan. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Calderon, Michael Perez, or Fierro. And I thought, I mean, Fierro, you know, he's not he's not great, but I thought Calderon and Michael Perez were adequate tonight. I thought Calderon was, you know, making deep runs on the left. He can cross the ball. He, you know, he was, he was, he was. I think he put in a couple of good crosses. He he had some uh, pretty good ball retention, and he was trekking back. Um, which I feel like with when you have Fierro playing there, all you're getting from him are like if you are like runs where he just runs straight. He's not giving you any ball retention. He's not giving you any crosses. Um, and um, I thought Calderon. I thought Calderon was adequate. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and hate on him. Like uh, you know, when he plays bad, obviously you're gonna call him out. But when he plays, when he plays well, you gotta you know sit here and say he played well. You know. Yes, yeah, I saw on Twitter people attacking Calderon and then attacking Perez uh, too, Michael Perez. But I think both of them had good games. They did what they had to do and. Even Michael Perez, he did great because that whole first half, that after like the first ten fifteen minutes, we dominated the midfield. And we yeah, didn't I do feel, that if he's not out there. I feel like you know he provides he provides that extra help for for Gallito, and he pushes up a little bit, um, allowing he he helps Gallito out and and he pushes up a little bit and it allows. It allows a really to play with a little bit more freedom, and doesn't have to. He doesn't have to worry about trekking trekking back as much. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought he played well. I mean, when if we're if we're at full strength, do I, do I play any of them? Maybe as a sub uh, to provide some relief. But other than that, nah. But I thought I thought they played well today. Yeah, I think um, even uh, Nestor Calderon I thought. I thought he was, like, motivated by the crowd booing him. I felt like when they booed him, he, he kind of just fired him fired him up and got him going. Do you, guys, do, you, do you guys know what he said? No, I don't. I didn't catch what he said. That's why I was confused, but I guess he said something about Chivas being better than DeLuca along the lines oh, okay. of that. No? Oh, you don't know either? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what he said. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Pull it up. I was too busy watching the game. I, I didn't look it up when we were watching it. Oh, he said that Chivas was 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 the favorite. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, he said Julie was a favorite over Toluca. So Which he's not wrong. He's just speaking facts. Yeah, I know. He, me, I don't see a lie there. Uh, and Chivas showed that they were the more dominant team. Um, it just, I think they just fell asleep, and and, and that's why Toluca tied. Um, uh, but yeah, look, he says he said Chivas was the favorite. He didn't like that Sambuesa's playing right now. And that he's, he feels something different when he puts on a Chiba shirt as opposed to the Luca shirt. So it's, it's just the Luca fans being butt hurt. That's it. I mean, are there really even Toluca fans outside of Toluca? <laughs> I, I, I I did a Twitter search on my um, the Twitter. I'm like, is there any Toluca Twitter fan? And I like, so I typed in, let's go Toluca in the, in the search bar. <laughs> and literally one account. That's it. One account in all of Twitter was still talking about the Luca. <laughs> so, they don't really matter. And the tweet was from 2015. <laughs> the, I mean, he, the, he had he had gaps like that, like 2015, 2014. That's crazy. But, uh, even uh, even Atlas has like a a little an English, big English account going yeah, on. Yeah, no. <laughs> even Atlas, come on. But I mean, it it it, it does. I mean, it was it did feel like demoralizing when Toluca scored that goal. Though it was like fuck. It was only like five minutes, and we could have got out of here with a one goal lead and been very comfortable in the next game. When they tied um, it, did you you guys thought she was goals for it, or you think, uh, or did you think Toluca was gonna come and steal the win? I thought Toluca was gonna steal the win. Yeah. I, I thought we were going to march right back down the field and get another one. Yeah, I thought we were going to push and try to get that it second felt, goal. It felt, I don't know, it, it felt like that kind of game to me. Like, Yeah, it I felt like even though Toluca, it felt like even though Toluca scored, it still felt like we had the momentum after that, and it still looked like we were the, most, the more dangerous team. To me, it felt like the momentum swung a little bit at that point. And then, like, right afterwards, they have, like, another, they have another chance where they attack. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck! I'm like, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna come out and they're gonna score a goal. Um, but I was like, you know, I, but I was happy with the away goal. Like, I'm, I'm at this point, like, I'm still happy with the away goal. I thought it's, it's a pretty good result for us, um, given the circumstances that we're not playing, you know, with a team at full strength. Um, well, even I, after that, the Luca goal, we had. There was the one play where uh, Pizarro was in the box, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he. he passed I, to Pulido. I thought he could have shot it. Must I thought, I thought he was going to shoot it, shot it right in the corner, but he opted to give it to Pulido at the top of the box. And I he, felt like and he tried that like, same thing, the outside of the boot shot that they've been trying to get all night, and then went wide. I felt or it went like over if, the crossbar. I felt like if he takes the shot, he Join makes in. it in. Yeah. yeah, and he it was a perfect angle, a little curve, curve it in right there. Um, and yeah, because he he like he cut back twice, and like, he he kind of left the defender behind him. Yeah, he cre- he created the space. I I guess he didn't. He felt he didn't have the angle, but he I think I think he could have buried it. Yeah. And then Polito fucking fuck shit up. <laughs> he had one chance, and that's what he does. You have one job, Polito. Hope I hope he hears this and comes back with like a hat trick on Sunday. 
I'm gonna at you guys on Twitter. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, she would have only scored more than three goals twice this season, so. Uh-oh. We're due, man. We're due. Well, I hope we're due if we make it to the final because these two teams that are playing on the other on the other semifinal are goal-scoring machines. Yeah, they score goals. Like, Tigres has scored eight goals. <laughs> in their last three. In the, la- in the last three games. Yep. They're almost averaging three goals a game. That is crazy. Chivas can barely score a goal. So, you what I'm happy about that Chivas is at least now we're getting goals, like in play. <laughs> yeah. As a as opposed to set, set pieces. Like, uh, although yeah. last week's goal, last week's goal was a set piece, basically, right? Oh yeah, off the corner. Yeah, yeah off the corner. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this week's goal came in play. It seemed it seemed like you know we had a, a quite a few opportunities, and I feel I mean I feel like the goal is going to come. It, it's just taking a while. Um, the floodgates are going to open, and hopefully they do soon because we need goals. You think? Uh, I mean, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> Is it, do you think you Pizarro think? or Cello um, start on Sunday? I think Pizarro does. I don't think Cello does. I wouldn't risk Cello yet. And um, uh, I don't think Pizarro starts either. I think Almeida keeps him on the bench as that spark. And if they go yeah, down, I, if they go down one though, then I think he comes on immediately. I just think... You have to put it, you have to put this game away. I'm like, because if if Chivas can get an early goal, Toluca's forced to try and go out there and get two goals. And I mean, Pizarro looks healthy. He's out there like, like you guys said, he goes, he treks all the way back, recovers possession, and then starts breakaways. Like one after the other, he's running up and down, like he's healthy. I'm like, you know, just let's let's try let's try and get ahead early. And I feel like, I, I, unless he's truly injured, I don't feel like he's a liability out there. Like he provides a lot of possession and, and stability in that midfield. Um, yeah. So I I would like to I, see him start. Me too. I mean, I think Pizarro, I mean, Saldivar is still a little bit, like, uh, he's not in form yet, I think. Because when he came in, he was pretty much basically invisible. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't um, see much from him. I mean, his shot is the one that was deflected for the Pizarro goal, but besides that... Wasn't it Pulido shot? Was it? I thought it was a cello shot. I thought it was uh, Pulido, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, I'll have to double-check that. I will let you know right now. But there was a there was a play where uh, Salinas got a yellow card for a slide tackle on Pizarro. It, it, it was Cello, by the way. It was Cello, okay. Yeah. But there was a play when uh, Salinas slide tackled Pizarro. Oh, yeah. And he went yeah. down, and, like, my heart stopped for a couple seconds because he grabbed his knee, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go, another one. Again, like... It looked like he got all ball, though. Like, he got all ball, but... 
he just took him down with him. Yeah, it it looked like a clean tackle after the replay, but initially it just looked like I was like, damn, he's dead again. And I think like that's I don't know, I, I just don't think you start him yet. But I do I do see what you're talking about that. If we go all out and get a goal, the Lucas gotta open themselves up to counterattack. I just I don't like I don't wanna say we need to go all out. I just feel like we need to play our game and if we play our game with our best players, the the potential of us scoring a goal is there. Cause I don't want I got I don't want him to go like full out all out attack and then you know we we become vulnerable on defense. But I w- I would like our best available players to be on the field, uh, and and I think Pizarro is one of them. Um, I will say this I will say this once once Saldivar comes in like although he like like, like for instance this game he wasn't having his best game because you know obviously it's just his return back after not having played for a while but what that does is it creates a presence in the box and it really allows like Pulido to play like his more natural game which he's been playing anyways which is you know dropping back uh, playing on the wings um, just being a little bit more free in his role Um, but with Saldivar there we have somebody in the box that's good. That's going to be there because what what was happening before Saldivar was in was Pulido would make you know receive a ball outside the box or by you know the corner of the box he'd turn around and cross it and there'd be nobody there because the midfielders weren't making the runs. Yeah, um, that's gonna that that's gonna be huge. Like there was that one point that we tweeted out. It was like it'd be nice if someone would make a run into the box. You know, yeah, nobody yeah. nobody was there. It's, the Fierro crosses were coming in, the Pulido crosses were coming in, and nobody's there. It's just three Toluca defenders. And I don't know why they would rush to clear the ball. Like, there's and, nobody and, coming. And sometimes, sometimes, like, the, the, the midfielders cross the ball in, and Pulido's not there either. Yeah, because like, he's dropping like, back to get he's to dropping back the to, to recover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, with Cello there, you know, it provides that, provides that, that, that in-the-box presence. But yeah, I see him playing, uh, you know, at least 30 minutes in the second half. And I see, uh, I mean, I hope he's out to play the whole game. But I, I think it's also, like like you said, it's going to depend on, on on how the game is going. Yeah. And I don't think we're desperate in any sense to have to start people. I yeah. mean, we, we, we outplayed Taluka. And we're gonna be at home. It's just it would be nice to get that early goal earlier in the year when we're all healthy. It, the first half was our half. We were, we were scoring goals early and often, and now it seems like we can't score any goals in the first half. So it's like opposite of what was happening in the earlier in the year. So it'd be nice to get that goal early and out of the way. And I think we could do that with Pizarro starting. All right, that we could transition into. Twitter questions off this conversation um, at Chivas FCB ten Barca Barca Stan. <clears throat> he asked, uh, "What starting eleven would you use in the second leg?" And um, I think uh, the goalkeeper is obvious Cota. I think the back line. I don't think any of us want to change. 
what we have out there. You got um, Hernandez, you got Alanis, Salcido, and uh, Chapo. Yeah, I don't no, think the back line. Unanimous. I don't think the back line was really impressive, but I mean, what else are we going to put out there? Yeah, there's nobody yeah. There's nobody at center back that we can put up out no. there. Then um, midfield, I think, is when, well, Gallito, I think, is a lock. You guys agree, right? Gallito's a lock? Yeah, Gallito's a lock. Mm-hmm. And then it comes, a lock. Uh, Pineda. Well, it depends on his knee, I, which I hope. I, it didn't look bad anymore, but that could, I don't know, things can get complicated there, but I hope not. Pineda's a lock. You guys throwing Perez out there again? No, I put Pizarro. You put in Pizarro? I would go with Michael Perez again. You'd play. You'd play more of a of a like a, a defensive four three three, where you're putting in two center defensive mids. Yeah, to sit and then yeah. let Orbelin sit on top of them, like oh. play in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it worked in the first half, so. I think it would work again. And I'll tell then, you why. I'll tell you why I feel. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll tell you why I think Almeida might do that. Because Toluca is going to come out all out attack in the beginning. So I think he might. Today, be, today they did he, that. So he might be. He might be cautious. He might be cautious and, and put out two defensive midfielders. I would still. My personal preference. I would still put Pizarro out there. It's because I feel like even. Even if he's not a defensive midfielder, he still does a lot with when he has possession of the ball, and he's not he's not giving up possession. Um, that's what that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, if, if Pizarro was a hundred percent healthy, I I wouldn't even be questioning putting him out there. But I I just think it's still you know you still need to protect him a little. Yeah. All right, and then up top, you guys go Pulido. In the middle? Put you in the middle. Yeah. Fierro on the right wing? On the right wing? No. No. Calderon? No. Go trophies on the right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always going to go trophies on the right. Um, Not because he's playing, not not because he's playing, you know, like, amazing, because he's really not. Uh, But I felt like Fierro was having trouble on that, on that, like, Getting acclimated to playing on that side, along with getting acclimated with playing with with uh, with Chapo Sanchez. Yeah, they were. Because what, what? Yeah, because what happens with, when the trophies was there, or when Brizuela was there, was they knew that they would cut in, so um, Chapo would make the overlapping runs behind them. And it, that, 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 it didn't feel like that was happening today. So that's why I wouldn't play him on the right. Yeah, there was hesitation every time they both were up there. They kind of didn't know what they were going to do. So you put Chopis on the right wing. Who do you put on the left wing? Fierro? I'm going to throw a curveball and put in Calderon. Calderon. I'm putting Pizarro out there. On the left wing? Yeah. So who are you putting in the midfield? Are you playing with, you're playing, you're playing with two defensive midfielders? Like... I like the, I like the defensive midfield idea. So you go uh, Perez and Gallito. Yeah, and I'll put Pizarro on the left wing. He was playing left wing, um, what two months ago, and he was looking very good out there. So he was. So why not? I mean, especially if you're worried about him, put him at left wing so he doesn't have to track back so much. 
That is true. Yeah. So you flow you put out you put Pizarro, Bolido and uh who you put on the right. Eh, I'll go with uh I'll go with trophies, why not? Trophies. Smart, Smart man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think I I would just stick to what we put out today. Put out probably Calderon on the on the right, Fierro on the left, switch them back and then leave Fulido in the middle. I'll bring I'll bring Fierro on in the second half when everyone's tired. And maybe his running in a straight line will work then. Maybe he draw a penalty. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he'll run into somebody. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say. And then as substitutions, ideally, would be uh, Bizarro, would be Cello, and Chofis again. Same as today. Um... I would want I would want Cello in, uh, and I mean obviously because in, in my lineup I'm not starting Fierro, so I would I would bring Fierro in as a as a, as a super sub, um, and then maybe I, I mean it, it, I guess it would it, it would all depend on the result. If we're, if we're ahead, then I might bring in like in my in my lineup I might bring in Michael Perez to provide some. Um, Oh yeah, you don't have him out there. I don't have him out there, so I'm, I might I might bring in Michael Perez. Yeah, that's true. It depends on how the game's going too. I didn't think about that for substitutions. But hopefully we don't need to defend. Well, hopefully we need to, we do need to defend because we're leading. All right, and then all right. So second Twitter question is uh by at Joshua something so with the possibility of getting Champions League money with one more win should Chivas go after Carlos Vela <laughs> no I don't, I don't even think he would come here because the, ho- the whole situation about how he left first of all him, him and Vergara I don't think they get along I'm a big Carlos Vela hater <laughs> Uh, so no, that's I me. Mean, that's just me. Uh, the little stunt he pulled for the World Cup, I would I would have never called him back up to the national team. Um, and I just feel like he didn't want to play soccer. I feel like he plays because it's like his job, <laughs> but I feel like he just doesn't want to play. Like, and I, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't strike me as the type of guy that like like. Insane Mako, like ama la camiseta. Yeah, and he he seems like a little bit like like a like he'll come and like cause problems to team chemistry. So no, I would not throw money at Carlos Vela. That's just me. Everybody has different opinions. I would. I've never been a I've never been a Carlos Vela fan either. I mean, for a while there, I hated him as well with for that World Cup stunt. Refusing to play for Mexico stunt that he did, and he's because of him he's caused viral years and years of pain of being an Arsenal fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just feel like Vela's the type of player that his quality is so 
he's, 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 he has such good quality that if you put him in Liga MX, put him on Chivas, I just, I just, I just feel like his quality will shine through, and he's going to excel. And I think I feel like he's the type of guy where he's having a good season, he's excelling. He's the type of guy like, oh, I want to play soccer now, I want to play. But when he when he's faced with a little, you know, a little hardship, a little adversity, he's like, ah, I don't know if I, I think I'm gonna go watch the Miami Heat play instead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and that's what I that's what I fear. Like, I mean, the Mexican media is just a lot more relentless towards guys like that. And I just don't know if he can take that kind of pressure, to be honest. Yeah, it's, just, it's the Mexican way. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, I... I I'm, I'm okay with the right-wingers we got. Um, you like trophies? I like trophies. I like Bisuela. Oh, yeah. We got Bisuela. Um... I mean, Vela could play striker too. That's true. But then we have we he, like, bringing him in stunts the growth of more than likely Saldivar. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with bringing him in. I'm okay with throwing some money at him, but I mean, I don't feel like we have to. No, I don't think we have to either. Um, let him. I mean, for that to me, let him go to the MLS and finish killing off his career. And part of me, part of me just doesn't want him in MLS too. So I'm like, come to Chivas. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the need for Bella is not as severe as it is as it was maybe two three years ago. I think we have people to fill in that position now. I think I would go after midfielders and probably center backs. So aren't they? Um... Hasn't Hector Moreno been in the news for a possible transfer to Chivas too? Has anybody else heard that? I have not seen that. I saw that on Twitter. Not I mean, too like long everybody, ago. everybody's like linked to everybody. Yeah. They're saying Sancedo yeah. might come back, but I, yeah, yeah, I want him to stay out in Europe. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I want him to stay in Europe too. He can, he can be good. Yeah, but Moreno, how old is he now? Is he like a 26? 20, is he 30? 20, I thought he was like 28, 29. Wasn't he part of the 2000? I could be wrong. He's 29, you're right. Yeah, he's approaching 30. I mean, he's getting to that point. I mean, I don't want to kick him out of Europe, but he's getting to that point where he's probably thinking, okay, what am I going to do after after this? One last uh, Liga next paycheck. I would yeah. take Hector Moreno. Yeah, and Harpy. <laughs> uh, the, only, the only other two guys I take that are in Europe probably wouldn't come because they're Americanistas. Well, Ochoa which, came out in the news and said which, he, he would never play for Chivas. Chivas. Yeah, and I'm sure Raul Jimenez or uh, Layun would ever play for Chivas. Yeah, I don't um, think they would either. And... Like, Tecatito's still too young to come back, I feel. Yep. Uh, Guardado, Guardado probably winning because he's at he's least forever. Even though his son uh, is a Chivas fan. Yep. <laughs> Herrera stinks. Um, Marco Fabian, I want Marco Fabian to stay out there. Cheech, too. 
Fabian. So, I, I, if Chicha came back for like a year on loan, well, why LA, LA uh, FC got established, I'd take that. I, I wouldn't want Cheech to go to MLS, to be honest. Yeah, well, no. it, it looks like he's going there. Regardless, he might as well make a pit stop at Chivas before throwing away his career. Or I'd love to get Jonathan. Although there, he's uh, an Americanista, by the way. Yeah. He's an Americanista, too. He'll go, he'll go wherever the... Wherever the paycheck is. Wherever, wherever best, it works. Wherever the best selfie sticks are at. <laughs> wherever wherever Vela and, and Gio tell him to go. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we have more Twitter questions? I'm like at two percent on my headphones. That, that was the last one. All right, I had one. I had one. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. You had one. Uh, Cruz, Chides. What should be Almeida's intentions from kickoff? All-out attack to try and secure the lead, or safe at the back for the counter? I think we've kind of talked about that. Yeah. I, yeah. With our starting lineups, I think we. Kind of that. That. Yeah. 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 And we just got another question four minutes ago from at Garai19 who wins with this result so I guess we can f- close it out with uh, predictions uh, yeah well I think the 1-1 result today Chivas wins that away goal is crucial it lets us play you know we can throw out we can be risky because 0-0 we go through 1-1 we go through and a win we go through but predictions, um, who wants to go first? You guys I'll both go. got it right, I don't know. Uh, I think Chivas wins the second leg 2-0. I think no. they win 2-1. Hmm. I'm going to go 1-1. 1-1? One, one. One, one? Yeah, it's going to be like make it to crazy. Someday, Portugal? Crazy 15, crazy last 15 minutes. Everyone's going to sweat, but we're going to get through. Chivas isn't going to make it easy. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh, man, 2-0. The, the only thing I, I, I hope uh, Almeida doesn't come out like super defensive the way... Um, the way Atlas um, did against them? Yeah, the way Atlas yeah. did. No, nah, I don't yeah. think that's Almeida's... Uh, I don't think Almeida would do that. But, yeah, um... We'll be back after the game on Sunday. We're either going to be really happy or, like, you know, sobbing and crying while recording. <laughs> but, um, you know, for I, I, I feel a lot more confident going into this second leg than I did going into the second leg against. Oh, without doubt. Atlas. Yeah, because we, show, we showed something today. Last, the first leg last time, we didn't show anything. Yeah. Yeah, and we're getting people back from injury now. Yeah, that that, that helps out a lot. Yeah. All, all right. right. So we'll wrap it up. Um, you guys want to follow me on Twitter? Varo at underscore dos uno. You guys? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at the real flow. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at r.a. Oh, yeah, shout out to r.hive, right? <laughs> r. R. r.hive. I don't know if they missed me last podcast. But... The Michelada God. <laughs> Michelada God. Catch him on Twitter talking about the white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that uh, listening to logic and that biracial rap. Oh man, no, I'm not. We gotta end the call. <laughs> later, guys. All right, later, guys. Peace. Peace.